Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just about one minute past the hour, 8 o'clock here in our nation's capital. Appreciate you tapping in with me. Lanell Willingham here with you on 106.7 The Fan till 10 o'clock. Before I hand things over to the JR Sport Brief Show, loaded show uh, for you guys here so far. I want to give a big thanks to our guests from earlier in the show, Odyssey Basketball Insider Jimmy Patsos hopping on with me, giving me the latest in NBA free agency and with the Wizards. We'll switch things from the hardwood over to the gridiron here to start the 8 o'clock hour. Big news of the week for the Washington Commanders. The 17 car back into the fold. Terry McLaurin signing a three-year, $71 million extension to remain with the Washington Commanders through the 2025 season. Terry McLaurin getting the bag, breaking the bank, getting the most guaranteed money at signing for a wide receiver in NFL history, eclipsing the DeAndre Hopkins deal. And look, I'll be the first one to tell you straight up. It couldn't have come and happened to a better young man or individual. You want to talk about one of the biggest success stories, in my opinion, in the National Football League, Terry McLaurin, a third-round pick who, if you talk to Jay Gruden, former coach of the Washington Redskins, he'll tell you. When we drafted Terry McLaurin, we thought he'd be able to come in right away and be our gunner on special teams. There's a guy that at Ohio State took a while to really burst onto the scene because of all the wide receiver talent that he was playing with. But even if you ask you know, people out there at Ohio State, just a hard worker and, and the consonant professional, even uh, at the collegiate level, and it, it, it transitioned and came over to Ashburn with him, um, if you remember that preseason of Terry McLaurin's rookie year, we didn't even see number 17 out on the field. It's almost like they were keeping bubble wrap over him because they knew that the young man that they had drafted and acquired was going to be special. It was going to take over this league for a long, long time. And obviously, different regime here now, but they 
clearly value what Terry McLaurin brings to this organization. So they did the right thing, inking him to this extension. And for the Washington Commanders, in my opinion, it was something you had to do. You had to. If you're trying to build a sustained winning culture, as Ron Rivera and company have been adamant that they are trying to do, you got to pay your good guys. You got to pay the guys that are in your program that do the things the right way. Showing up on time, being the first guy there and the last guy to leave. He's active in the community. He just plays hard. Numerous. I, I, I can rattle off numerous of plays where his effort just took over. Talk about the Thanksgiving Day game uh, where they throw the interception. And Terry McLaurin's the one that's chasing Jalen Smith down the sideline. Eventually making that tackle. Touchdown-saving tackle. Game-changing tackle. Obviously, Washington goes on to win that game, but it doesn't happen without Terry McLaurin making effort plays like that. And look, for Washington, big picture, it really is another check mark for them in what, it, in what is my opinion, been a successful offseason for the Washington Commanders. You're able to bring in and identify a guy at the quarterback position that you want to give a chance to moving forward. You do that. You add up front to your offensive line, getting cheaper, adding some more depth. You're able to add pieces at the wide receiver position via the draft and Jahan Dotson. And look, they're continuing to do the right things. And I hope they continue on this track. Terry McLaurin, though, paying it forward early today, penning a letter to the Washington Commanders fan base and to the Washington Commanders front office. And look, you got to give him a round of applause for it. And I've read it multiple times here uh, throughout the afternoon and throughout the evening and just impressed. Just impressed at the self-awareness uh, that Terry McLaurin has knowing some of the questions that would arise and come from this fan base and, and, and analysts and media pundits around the NFL. Because, look, we've seen guys mail it in once they secure their big-time contract. So, as a fan, from the fan's perspective, I, I appreciate the gesture uh, from Terry McLaurin going out there and showing his gratitude and appreciation for the franchise that drafted him. But it makes me raise this question to you guys. Tap in with me. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Terry McLaurin paid it forward and penned a letter to the Washington Commanders fan base. Which D.C. sports athlete or athlete in general would you like to pay it forward to? My man Ross Rudder on Twitter says, talking about Wes and Elvin Hayes, Wes Unsell Jr. and Elvin Hayes of the Washington Wizards, wanting to pen a letter to them. He also talks about wanting to pen a letter to Riggo, John Riggins, one of the most instrumental figures in the Washington football franchise's history. I'll bring my producer here in, Denton Day. Denton, who, do you, who would you want to pen a letter to, my man? Um, well, I went above and beyond okay. because I'm sentimental. I have an athlete from every single team here in D.C. that I would pen a letter to. Is there any team in particular you'd like me to start with? I want to test you here. <laughs> test away. Capital. The Capitals, I think the obvious one is Ovechkin. Mm -hmm. And I get that because if I could name my kid after Ovechkin, 
I would. Would it be weird to name Ovechkin? You get the idea. I'm not right. doing that. Um, I would write one to Nick Backstrom, though. Nicky. Everybody get, gives Ovechkin the love, as they should. He's one of the greatest ever. But right by his side for almost the entirety of his career here in D.C. has been Nick Backstrom. He's been consistent. He won a championship here. He was with us in the lows. He was with us in the highs. I think Nick Backstrom deserves a heartfelt letter uh, from all the D.C. fans. Do you have that breaking news, bed, Denton? Because we do have some breaking news coming in. Washington Wizards making a free agent signing, a re-signing. Keeping it in-house. Anthony Gill re-signing with the Wizards on a two-year You just made me use the breaking news for Anthony Gill. Oh, I'm a troll. I'm a troll. It's part of my frustration, Denton, because I'm like, what the hell are the Wizards doing? Because you signed Bradley Beal to a $250 million extension, Anthony Gill is all we have to look forward to. Guys like that. Mid-level exception, guys. Come on. Do better for me, Wizards. Jesus. I'm sorry, Dan. I think every time you say Anthony Gill, uh, I, it's going to be the new <laughs> <laughs> That's going to have to be the new drop. Oh, it, it just, it's disheartening, man. But go back. Go, go ahead, Dan. Can I write a letter to Anthony Gill, or is that over the top? <laughs> Hit it! It's, it's just, it's tragic. You want, you want to know an athlete that really deserves love and I don't think has ever properly gotten it from us here in D.C.? Lay it off. Alana Beard, the Mystics guard from like the mid-2000s, back when they had the same colorway jerseys as, as yep. the Wizards with the blue and the white. Man, she was dope when I was growing up. She was a Wearing bucket. 20, I mean, she literally was a walking bucket. You got to know, at a time, we had Gilbert Arenas for the Wizards and Beard for the Mystics. I mean, that's great guard play right there. I don't feel like she gets the proper respect. Obviously, the team that we've had in recent years has been amazing. Yes. A couple champions on there. Della Don is one of the best WNBA players uh, maybe in the history of the game. But I would give Alana Beard some credit there. I think she deserves a letter. I think that's a sneaky one, Denton. That's why we bring in my man for astute analysis and expertise. That's a good one because I was not thinking that. And I was going to ask about the Mystics next because I wanted to see if you were bluffing about having one for every team here in town. Oh, no, I'm Clearly. not. I mean, I don't have one for like the tennis team. I don't even know if the tennis well, team well, still if, if Look, if we need somebody to pen a letter, we'll, we'll have our Washington spirit insider, Craig Hoffman, host of the Hoffman Show, weekdays 3 to 6 over on the Team 980 to pen a letter. But look, it, it got me thinking – because for me, as I mentioned, I really didn't start getting into baseball and hockey until I was about sophomore year in high school when I really started to pay attention. The first baseball game I ever watched was the debut of Steven Strasburg and all those strikeouts that he had. And they got me excited hearing the, 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 the guys on the Bob Carpenter on, on the mass and broadcast just getting excited for every strikeout he had. If I had to choose just one, just one, D.C. sports athlete to pen a letter to and thank them for all that they endured during their time here in our nation's capital. It's easy for me. The big fella, number 71, Trent Williams, formerly of the Washington Redskins. And I'd pen a letter to Big Trent for a multitude of reasons. First of all, coming up as a young man in high school who was an offensive lineman and defensive lineman, you want to talk about a swagalicious big man, tinted visor, Got the spats on the cleats, tatted, sleeves, wearing the big bust-down chain under his uniform. Trent Williams putting on 
for the swag of the offensive lineman and defensive lineman coming up. That, that's my big reason for why I want to pen a letter to Trent. My other reason, I said it last night when we had the discussion about which D.C. sports athletes you'd like to run it back with. Trent Williams, strong argument to be made. The best Washington football player of the 2000s. Strong argument to be made. You want to talk about a, a guy who is still doing it and is the best tackle in football to this day. My oh man, Deontay Wilder would say. To this day, still the best left tackle in football. Look, they drafted Trent in 2009. The first pick of the Mike Shanahan era. Kicking it off with Trent Silverback Williams. I'll never forget the day Roger Goodell went to the podium and announced Big Trent was going to be a part of this team. But as you mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, just, just the, the consummate pro, a tough guy. There were some worries about Trent Williams early on in his tenure. Could he lay off the gas? He was hitting a lot of gas. And back then, the NFL wasn't too tolerant of marijuana being smoked. Him and Fred Davis, after practice, chiefing it up. But Trent got his act together. He got his act together. It was so beautiful about Trent Williams and his story here in Washington is that he could have axed out during some of those brutal, miserable seasons that we saw the Washington Redskins and football team go through. It had to take him being nearly on his deathbed to ask out of Washington. He endured everything. The RG3 saga. The mismanagement of Kirk Cousins. You name it. Plenty of stories and drama that Trent Williams endured while he was here in Washington, but he, he stuck it out throughout the entire process, and he was just solid. Solid is an understatement, obviously. I mentioned it. Probably the best Washington Commanders player of the 2000s, and for that reason and the way that we did him dirty on the way out, misdiagnosing, which ends up being cancer for Trent Williams, Trent Williams, I, I, I might even go on to the air here and read my letter on to the air because I care about him so much. But I, I mentioned the impact he had on me as a high school football player. I mean, there's just a multitude of reasons as to why Trent Williams deserves a letter penned to him. I want to hear from you guys, though. Continue to tap in with me. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. In light of Terry McLaurin going out of his way and penning a letter to the Washington Commanders fan base and front office, which D.C. sports athlete or athlete of your favorite team in general would you like to go out of your way and pen a letter to? We'll continue to tell you more on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. Lanelle Willingham here with you on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Lidell Willingham here with you on the fan for about another hour and a half. Before I hand things over to the JR Sport Brief Show, remember, you can interact with me all show long on Twitter and Instagram at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. The question we posed before I went to break, which D.C. sports athlete, in light of Terry McLaurin penning a passionate, beautiful letter to the Washington Commanders fan base, which D.C. sports athlete would you like to pen a letter to? My man Charles Wallace getting at me on Twitter saying I'd write a letter to number 81, Art Monk. And I figured when I put that question out there to you guys that a lot of people in the older demographic would say number 81's name. I hear stories all the time just about the consonant pro that Art Monk was. And believe it or not, Denton, drawn a lot of comparisons to Terry McLaurin and the way that he carries himself as a professional, my man Ross Rudder with a hilarious comment on Twitter. Sandy Wright, he agrees with me, you know, writing a letter to Trent Williams. And then he brings up arguably the most infamous moment in Trent Williams' history with the Washington Redskins. Let me paint the picture for you. The Sunday night after RG3 gruesomely tears his ACL. Tries to finish and gut through that game. Ultimately, Washington ends up losing in the wild card round of the playoffs at home to the Seattle Seahawks. And you guys know how it gets at the end of the games. You meet at meet at mid, midfield. A guy's exchanging handshakes, taking pictures, exchanging pleasantries. There were, there were no pleasantries exchanged between Richard Sherman and Trent Williams. One of the most memorable sound bites that I've ever, you know, heard and saw Trent Williams popping Richard Sherman in the mouth upon request. I, I, I might add from Richard Sherman because he said, "You won't do it. You won't." And Trent Williams showing the Oklahoma Texas in him. I'm not scared of you. And that was back before Trent really got into phenomenal shape because that was when you know Trent was still playing on the heavier side. And if you ask Trent about it, he'll say, you know, his work down there with Adrian Peterson really led him dropping some of the bad weight he had and really helped his career take off. But boy, I, I remember saying, man, it gets serious out there. <laughs> and at the time, you know, Richard Sherman, that was the, the, the playoff run that he antagonized everybody that the Seattle Seahawks came across. You remember the, the, the moment with him and um, Michael Crabtree. So obviously Sherm, you know, well known for running his mouth too damn much. So obviously he got what he deserved. I'll continue to take you guys' call on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Elliot from Alexandria who wants to give his D.C. sports athlete that he'd like to pen a letter to. What's going on, Elliot? How are you? 
Hi, I'm I'm glad to be here, and uh, the 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 is not the athlete I'd like to pound letter to. He's not really from DC, but doesn't have to be from DC, buddy. You can, you can pen a letter to anybody you want. Well, if I had to choose one, it'd probably be Tom Brady of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why would you pen a letter to Tom Brady? Because he's, he's been a role model for um, a, a while, and I really like him. And once he won the, his seventh Super Bowl, I was super happy because, but uh, and then earlier this year, he was like, he's going to retire, and I was nervous, but then he says, well, and, I'm, and I'm happy that he's not retired. Look, we're all happy about that, and I appreciate the call, Elliot. I mean, could you have named a better guy? Yes, you all may hate Tom Brady, but I'm on the other side of the fence when it comes to TB12. I appreciate greatness. And TB12 epitomizes the greatness that I love to see. Continue to tap in with me, MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. Which D.C. sports athlete would you like to pen a letter to? Go to my man Jimmy from Silver Spring and get his take. Who would you like to pen a letter to, Jimmy? Hey, man, how you doing? I like to, I like to pen two. One, Charlie Taylor, who doesn't get his true just. I hear you talk about Terry McLaurin and Art Monk, but if you go back and look at Charlie Taylor's career, it was unmatched. Drafted as a running back, rookie of the year, uh, as a running back, moved to wide receiver, um, led, you know, ended up being the number one uh, uh, catch guy in the history of the NFL. Didn't even make the top 100. I was kind of letting him. I like to pin a letter to Sammy Barr because he was Swing just so Sammy. great. Yeah, he was just so great. But uh, Will, you're, you're uh, I, I really want to say, bro, I, I hear your love for for Trent Williams, but you want to pin a letter for him when he was here. When he was here, he was the third best left tackle in his own division. Tyron Smith. And, hold on, brother. Hold on, brother. Tyron Smith and Jason Peter were made the All Decade team. For the decade of the 2010s, so you know, so he was obviously the third or fourth best left tackle. Well, you know how you know how it is, and how the national media likes to slight Washington athletes. And, and, and oh man, and, give me a break! Bro. It's got to be part of that. <laughs> hey, look, man, well, look, 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 Jimmy, Stop. I want to ha- I want to have whatever you're drinking tonight because clearly you got that yak flowing. To say that Trent Williams was the third best, there has never been a period of time where Tyron Smith has been better than Trent Williams. I, I can't agree with that. Jimmy must be a damn Cowboys fan in, 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 in undercover gear. <laughs> Let's go to Matt from Alexandria. Who would you like to pen a letter to, Matt? Hey, what's going on? Uh, if I had to write a letter to uh, my favorite Washington athlete of all time, uh, actually he's my favorite player of all time when I was a little kid. Rest in peace, Sean Taylor. Yes. Uh, he was my, as a little kid, I just, that's he's the reason I got into football. And, you know, I was a, not nowhere near the same background. You know, I'm a skinny white kid from the Midwest. He he played at the U. <laughs> but for some reason, I just I gravitated towards Sean Taylor and the way he was as player and the, the aggression, but not just that, but the energy he gave to his family yeah. and how much he loved, you know, where he was at and how much he really meant to not just Washington, but football. Uh, I, I, I want to thank him just for, you know, who he was as a player. 
just because just who he was and what he meant to me. But Sean Taylor is definitely the player. If I could, I'd write a letter to him. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Matt. That's a good one. That, that really is a good one. And, and as you mentioned, what I love that Matt hit on about Sean Taylor, it wasn't just about what he meant to us here in Washington. You see the way Sean Taylor is celebrated each and every year when the anniversary of his unfortunate passing comes around. You see how the NFL Network, ESPN, and everybody who has a platform takes the time to recognize the greatness that was Sean Taylor. And I'll make the argument, and it really isn't an argument. If anybody wants to argue with me about it, I mean, come on and do it. Probably transcended the safety position and what we expect out of our safeties. And obviously the game has shied away from the brand and style of football that Sean Taylor played while he was in the league. But you want to talk about a generation of safeties that he led that, that, that played like him with that reckless abandon and being known for getting downhill and laying the wood on guys, Brian Dawkins, guys like uh, Bob Sanders, you name them. You know, I feel like Sean Taylor really did just an excellent job transcending the position and really showing that you could be a playmaker uh, back there in the secondary. I want to take one more call here before we go to the break. We'll go to my man Jaden from Maryland. Jaden, who's your athlete or D.C. sports athlete that you'd like to pen a letter to? Uh, I would like to pen a letter to A.J. Green, huh. uh, one of my favorite wide receivers okay. uh, on the Bengals. Uh just for his deep catches, you know, uh, he's very—he's a goal line threat, in my opinion. Yeah, AJ Green, the great player. I appreciate the call, Jaden. Yeah, first time we got a out of market character that a guy wants to pen a letter to. You guys can continue to tap in with me. MGM National Harbor Lister Lines one eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well. N e l l underscore btp. Continue to tell me what athlete you'd like to pen a letter to in light of Terry McLaurin just penning a beautiful letter to the Washington Commanders and D.C. sports fan base earlier today. When we get back, we'll keep things on the Washington Commanders because there's somebody in another market that writes for another team within the NFC East that isn't too high on the Washington Commanders heading into 2022. I'll tell you more about that on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. Ride with me. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan. We're also streaming live nationally on the Odyssey app. You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement here on 106.7 The Fan. Linnell Willingham here with you until 10 o'clock tonight. Before I pass the ball over to my man JR in the JR Sport Brief Show. As we mentioned, NBA free agency in full swing here. We continue to bring you the details on all the deals and signings around the league As they come into us, we got one, a big one, out in Oklahoma City. Lou Dort and the Thunder agreeing to a five-year, excuse me, $87.5 million deal. Uh, That according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Lou Dort, another example of a guy that you bring in, let him grow and develop in your system, and Lou Dort has turned into a nice young piece here in the NBA a guy who gets it done on both floors and really represents that culture that Sam Presti's trying to build down there uh, in Oklahoma City. We mentioned it earlier, the Wizards, pretty active 
uh, so far uh, here in free agency, dating back to last week. We see them draft Johnny Davis Jr. They make the trade from Monty Morris and Will Barton uh, yesterday. And then today, Bradley Beal re-signing on a five-year, $251 million extension. Bradley Beal and Nikola Jokic, the only two players in the history of the NBA to sign $250-plus million contracts. So the money getting spread out here in our nation's capital. There's another one, another big signing here in the NBA. This one, according to Adrian Wojnarowski as well, free agent guard Tyus Jones returning to the Memphis Grizzlies on a two-year, $30 million deal. And that's interesting here in D.C. because that was another point guard target uh, that the Washington Wizards were hot on the trails for, obviously not going to be able to bring him to our nation's capital anymore. Once again, Tyus Jones re-upping with the Memphis Grizzlies on a two-year, $30 million deal. We had this one before we got on the air. Victor Oladipo re-upping with Miami on a one-year deal worth $11 million. I know there was a lot of hopes earlier. There was a report out there from multiple sources that there was mutual interest between Oladipo and the Wizards. Obviously, Oladipo from the area, grew up in Upper Marlboro, went to DeMatha High School. He's a stag, so obviously uh, you saw all the local connections there, but obviously not able to get a deal done. And look, I'm not too worried about that because we mentioned it earlier. Victor Oladipo, a young man that unfortunately due to injury, has not played in more than 35 games in a single season dating all the way back to 2018. So maybe... Just maybe Washington may have lucked up there by him choosing uh, to return to Miami. Uh, Before we went to the break, though, we were talking about Terry McLaurin and just the beautiful letter that he penned uh, to the fan base earlier today in light of his extension that he signed with the team on Tuesday. And it made me want to pose the question out there to you guys. Which D.C. sports athlete or athlete in general means so much to you that you'd like to pen a letter of gratitude uh, out to them. We continue to tap in with me, MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. And get at me on Twitter as well, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Let's go to Harold from D.C. Harold, who'd you like to pen a, uh, pen a letter to? Hey, Linnell. Um, I, would, I, would, I would pin my letter to Sean Taylor, but not for anything he did on the field. Okay. Uh, he had an interview with one of those ESPN guys back when it seemed like every other game, man, LeVar Arrington was getting the 15-yard penalty for a personal <laughs> foul or something. I well remember. And and when they when they asked him about it, they say, is the defense frustrated with LeVar with these penalties? Like, it seems to set you guys back. And Sean Taylor looked at him and said, no, nah, man, we, we call that the LA 15. You know, whenever he does that, <laughs> it's because the rest of us aren't doing what we're supposed to do, and we know we need to step it up. It was a, it was a loaded question where he could have really threw a teammate under the bus. Right. And he chose to like have his man back, and that was the that leadership is not something you see see 100%. too often, especially when it comes to you know being asked a loaded question like that. I appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you tapping in with me, Harold. That's a good one because, as you mentioned, a lot of the times when we talk about Sean Taylor, we we tend to only talk about the impact that he had on the field, and I know off the field, uh, as he got toward the latter end of his career before he unfortunately passed away we saw him begin to get more involved in the community. We saw him start to look at life a little bit differently, obviously with the birth of his daughter. It was well-documented, the changes uh, that he made in his life, becoming more mature. And look, as a 24-year-old myself, 
I know firsthand just how important it is. And sometimes it takes maybe a tragic event to really get you to buckle up and lock in and have your focus level at 100% before you really begin to take off, you know, in this life. So kudos to all you out there who, who continue to list Sean Taylor as the young man and, and D.C. sports athlete that you'd like to pen a letter to. We'll continue to take your calls. My man, Doyle in Richmond, who would you like to pen a letter to? Good evening. Good evening. Uh, first of all, I I don't want to have what that guy been drinking. Hallucinations uh, <laughs> right? like that can't be good. And as far as penning the letter, at first I thought, gentlemen, but I came from mine. Our own uh, Brian Mitchell. Yeah, our own 1067 zone. If the Hall don't appreciate him yet, we do. Right. I'm sure, I'm sure he would love to hear that from you. Absolutely. You got a little, well, you got some connection issues, Doyle. I, I appreciate your call. Sounded like he was driving through a windstorm. I haven't been outside in a few hours. I've been in here grinding, looking up NBA news, trying to make sure I'm prepared for you guys. But it sounded like my man Doyle was in a windstorm out there. Continue to tap in with me. MGM National Harbor Listen Lines, 1-800-636-1067. Your favorite that's your favorite, excuse me. Which D.C. sports athlete or athlete in general uh, would you like to pen a letter to? I gave you mine at the top. I told you the big silverback, Trent Williams, would love to pen a letter to him just because of how great he was uh, during his time here in Washington. Unfortunately, we parted ways on just an ugly note. I'll put it like that. We parted ways on an ugly note uh, with Trent Williams. We'll continue to take your calls on that throughout the show. we got to take a quick time out when we come back. We'll continue to get into the Washington Commanders, and I teased it before the last break. There's a writer out there for a major publication in another city within the NFC East that really just doesn't have the highest of hopes for the Washington Commanders heading into 2022. I'll tell you what he said on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. Ride with me. You're listening to 1067 The Fan. We're also streaming live nationally on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 47 minutes past the hour here in our nation's capital. 
You're listening to The Fan. Linnell Willingham here with you until 10 o'clock this evening on the opening night of NBA free agency. And we have talked plenty of basketball up to this point. And we'll continue to talk hoops as we get news on free agent signings and trades uh, throughout the night. But right now, I want to keep things on the gridiron here and talk about a story I came across. My man, Jimmy Kempensky, Jimmy Kempsky, excuse me, of the Philly Voice, uh, participates in a series every year where he gives 10 reasons why each team in the NFC East will be a dumpster fire. And I'm here to share that with you right now. Ten reasons from Jimmy Kemsky why the Washington Commanders will be a dumpster fire this season. And as I went through this thing, it was interesting to see all the reasons in Philly that they think we're going to be terrible here. And a shocker to nobody, could you guess who the number one reason is as to why the Washington Commanders are going to be a dumpster fire in 2022? The number one headline. Carson Wentz is mentally soft. You want to talk about a scorn X. There is no way in hell that media members in Philadelphia should still have Carson Wentz's name in their mouth. I'm tired of it. I I, I really am. Last time I was on here, I I talked about how sick and tired I was uh, of, of the people in Indianapolis covering Carson Wentz, listening to the propaganda that Jim Ursay is spewing about this young man. But Jimmy Kempsky, right back on it, saying the number one reason why the Washington Commanders will be a dumpster fire in 2022 is because Carson Wentz is mentally soft. And I guess if you're a fan or a media member in the Philadelphia market, I guess you got kind of got a reason to consider Carson Wentz mentally soft. Well documented the way that Wentz reacted to the franchise drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round. Uh, in 2020. And look, it was for good reason. Honestly, it wasn't. It wasn't for good reason. I side with Carson Wentz in that situation for a multitude of reasons. And I've talked off the record about this before. The year before the Philadelphia Eagles decided to draft Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz was playing some of the best football in the National Football League at the quarterback position. That season, he becomes the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 4,000 yards without having a wide receiver go for at least 500 yards. If you remember that season vividly, they beat Dallas at home in Week 17. And, you know, they make it to the playoffs. I believe they faced the Seattle Seahawks in Round 1 in the playoffs. Carson Wentz. Gets the concussion and goes down. But to call Carson Wentz mentally soft for being frustrated about the Philadelphia Eagles drafting a quarterback in 2020, you must not have any real type of emotions and you must not be a damn human. Because I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. From somebody who's played football at the collegiate level. Where it's more accepted for the people in charge to bring in people at your position, no matter how successful you were. But for the Philadelphia Eagles to go out and draft Jalen Hurts in 2020, 
after Carson Wentz comes off a season where he throws for 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions, completes 64% of his passes, and throws for 4,000 yards. You then follow that up by drafting a quarterback in the second round? When you're trying to get better? When you're trying to improve this roster any way you can? Drafting a quarterback didn't improve the Philadelphia Eagles. All it did, all it did was put Carson Wentz on the fast track to being shipped out of town. In that 2020 season, Carson Wentz has his worst year as a pro. 16 touchdowns, 15 picks, throws for just 2,600 yards, completing 57% of his passes. Well, I wonder why. I wonder why it was so bad for him in that season. We mentioned the year before the lack of weapons that Philadelphia had for Carson Wentz at his disposal. And Carson, like a mentally strong quarterback would do, didn't complain about the lack of weapons he had. He just went out there and balled. So we're already shutting down things that, that, that Jimmy Kopensky is saying here from the Philadelphia Voice, trying to give 10 reasons as to why the Washington Commanders will be a dumpster fire. We'll go on to reason number two. Jack Del Rio's players probably don't respect him. And I'll retweet it, and you guys can look at it here on Twitter. If you scroll down to the photo that Mr. Kemsky used for Jack Del Rio, it's, uh, it's artistic, to say the least. It's a picture of Jack Del Rio with horns coming out of the side of his head, and he's drawn onto the figure of what looks like an ant. But Jimmy Kemsky says Jack Del Rio's players probably don't respect him. Now, we've already seen that notion come out and be shut down. The players don't give a damn about Jack Del Rio and his political opinions. Like a man should do, Jack Del Rio went and stood up in front of the entire locker room and, and apologized for the ridiculous statement that he made. So look. We don't anticipate it being a problem until it becomes a problem. So to say that Jack Del Rio not having command of the locker room, that, that is a fallacy in my opinion. The bigger question, which is number three on Jimmy Kemsky's list, is Chase Young may not be ready for the start of the season. Now, it took you three bullet points to get into this, Jimmy, but now you got me. Now you got me because you make a valid point here. I expressed this last night. I do have legitimate concern about the health of Chase Young. Not only for 2022, but for the long-term future of the Washington Commanders. Well documented, you all know. Chase Young, second overall pick in the 2020 draft. Comes out, wins Defensive Rookie of the Year, seven and a half sacks. You know the whole stat line, the whole shebang. Quiet 10 weeks of football played by Chase Young last year before he eventually goes down with a torn ACL. Just a sack and a half registered by Young. And the players that are behind him didn't do much in his absence. Talking about guys like Shaka Tony, Casey Tuhill, William Bradley King, James Smith Williams. But I'll piggyback on what Kemp's what, what Kempke is scanning here. And it's not just Chase Young that I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about his running mate, Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat causes me major concerns as well. Because look, he's another guy 
that's going to be due to get paid some big-time money here. He wants to get that Terry McLaurin back just as bad as anyone else does. But I'll tell you this. He hasn't had the production that 17 has had. He hasn't been the leader that 17 has had. And look, I'm the first one to tell you, look, if you don't think you should get vaccinated, don't do it. But when it becomes that you're a distraction in this locker room due to your vaccination status and it's affecting you on the football field to where you could potentially miss games, that's not the sign of being a good leader. So look, I agree with Kemsky here. Maybe there is a little bit of cause for concern in the Washington Commanders' front seven, specifically at that edge rusher position. Reason number four, according to John Kemsky of the Philly Voice, that the Washington Commanders would be a dumpster fire? Well, he wasn't nice with this one. Fourth reason for Mr. Kemsky is, and I quote, the linebackers stink. Well, newsflash for you, Kemsky. I think everyone here in town realizes that. I think we know. So you're not breaking anything to us. And to say that our linebacking core stinks might be going a little bit out of bounds, in my opinion. He mentions Cole Holcomb as the only linebacker that he can name on the Washington Commanders, and I think that says a lot about Kemsky as well. Maybe he's not doing his job well enough if you can only name one linebacker on the division rival, and you're supposed to be some type of inside. It's interesting. I look at it like this, right? Much much was made heading into the offseason about the Washington Commanders and whether or not they'll be able to add somebody to this front seven, specifically at the linebacker position. Anytime before you know the OTA period had started, Ron Rivera and company had mentioned, you know, we're potentially looking to add a veteran at the linebacker spot. And anybody who knows anything about the game and has been following this situation knows Ron Rivera has been very adamant in saying, look, we haven't ruled out the possibility of adding a linebacker to our linebacking core. Rivera giving the reason of, look, a veteran at the linebacker spot, the acclimation process isn't going to be as strenuous and long as it is for another position. So there isn't a real urgency for us to bring one in right now because I agree with you know, what Ron and company are doing. They want to see what their young guys in-house have uh, at that position before they decide to go in and bring in a veteran. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. A very rich veteran market, though, I might add. We saw Bobby Wagner get inked to new deal. We saw other linebackers that were veterans get inked to new deals. So as training camp in the season, you know, gets there, we'll see who was right. Was it the rest of the NFL <laughs> and John Kempsky? Or was it Ron Rivera and company? We'll keep things on the gridiron here. As we get into the 9 o'clock hour, joining me on the other side of this break at the top of the hour is Jason Horwitz of the Big Ten Radio Network. Big news today from the Big Ten. UCF. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.